All right, hi everyone. Welcome back to the Dojo Podcast, episode three. Today is April 6th, and we are back. We've been away for a while. Do you want to explain our absence? Right, yeah. So we were really, we had this whole plan going. We were going to record an episode, and then it was finals week. We were going to record another one, and then even another one, so that way we would have them all lined up. We wouldn't miss a week. And then I um, came down with this little illness you may have heard of called the flu, and that was not an enjoyable experience. I was basically like for two weeks, uh, so that wasn't great. Um, but it, in any case, it has been like three weeks since our last podcast, so in case you forgot, I'm Logan. I'm Kyle. And I'm Thomas. We're back, I guess, hopefully for the rest of the term and then never again, but we'll see. <laughs> you know who's not coming back? Nurk. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess we're just jumping we're right, just into, it, right so. into it. Let's get into these sports. Yeah, I don't know if everyone saw Nurkic's injuries, a center for the Portland Trail Blazers, but a couple couple weeks ago, he kind of had yeah, a spring break. Yeah. yeah, he Might. suffered a tibia and fibia fracture, and it was not pretty. Um, yeah. If you know the Paul George injury, it was very similar to that. So. And it well, I don't think it, that he had an MRI on it or like an X-ray right after the game, and it was just it didn't look good. Yeah, honestly though, it was like like it was a horrible injury, but it was like almost best case scenario for that injury because uh-huh. if he had had like a shit ton of ligament damage in his like ankle or something, mm-hmm. he's out a lot longer and is. <clears throat> gotta mute my phone here. Um, he would have. Um, <clears throat> been a lot worse um with those injuries too another worry is that um there can be potential for amputation like where the break is just because of a a lack of blood supply to the extremity and just below that if it if there's like enough complications it can happen but glad to hear that it's the best case and that he'll recover we wish him a what's the word speedy speedy Hopefully he'll be back between Christmas and the All Star break of next season. Yeah, yeah so I mean Portland's, mm-hmm. you know, postseason run because obviously KD and Clay they're all leaving the Warriors, so mm-hmm. that really opens up the West for the Blazers' whole ragtag crew to make a run. Yeah, I mean it's it's hard to see because it was Nurk's breakout season pretty much, and he's just been playing well and you know playoff implications. He's he was our guy. He was our center. So hopefully Cantor can step up. On defense. He's, on he's defense, plenty he's, good on offense, but mm-hmm. on defense, he's like me. <laughs> Maybe a little bit better than me. <laughs> so, yeah, um, an, another thing that we wanted to talk about NBA-wise is the Harden versus Yanis. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. In fact, Giannis I've never Giannis. actually heard of it. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Is that right? The MVP debate. How do you guys sit in this Debate. Very um, comfortably. Very, yeah, very comfortably. <laughs> um, so I know there's a lot of uh, debate, but I'm going to have to go with Giannis because I feel like the Bucks haven't been super impressive in the past couple of years, but the Bucks have locked up the one seed for this year. Giannis is playing great, both on the offensive and defensive end. And I think this is a season. I think this is his first of many MVPs. So, yeah. What do you think? Well, if you couldn't tell by my obnoxious facial expressions during that commentary, I think it's Harden. Granted, let me like preface this by saying I don't like him. I don't like his game. And those are the two points I have to make about James Harden. But I think that the 
it, it's it's very close. I think Harden statistically is performing better. Like you know, he's mm-hmm. the difference between Harden and the second highest scoring player on their team, which is Capella, is larger than the difference between Capella and zero points per game, which is how much I score. So, I'm, you know. I'm in the conversation. Yeah. I, didn't know yeah. where you were going with I that, mean, but... <laughs> so, I mean, Harden is very impressive on the offensive end, but I mean, sometimes people can say his defense is absent, and yeah. I'll give it to him that they're in the Western Conference and it's a tougher conference to play in. But I'm still. I mean, I pulled up some stats here. Okay, okay for the for the season, we got we got Giannis at twenty seven points. Yeah. Um, twelve rebounds. And six assists okay. with one steal and one block. Harden is clocking in at 36 points per game. Um, six rebounds and seven assists. It's pretty fucking Two steals. <laughs> here's, about one. Block. Here's why I think... I think that Giannis has a very good chance to be the MVP for a few reasons. Harden... People don't like Harden. You know, the way he yeah. plays, like me, I don't like him because he just does this shit where he'll, like, fucking wrap people's arms around. You know, he'll draw fouls. He'll do fouls. shit that's He's just wrong. kind of seen as it's technically allowed, but you just kind of see it and you're like, oh, that's not in the spirit of the game or whatever. Yeah. That, also, fatigue, he's been really good for, like, four straight years now or whatever, whereas Yanis, like, for, like, two years is, like, up, 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 and up. And so people are like, we want the new guy, you know, to kind yeah. of take it over. Also, the Bucks play in the East, so they're a good record. I feel like, honestly, whatever Houston is going to finish with, like, 45 wins, and then the Bucks with 60 wins, mm-hmm. I feel like that's honestly comparable, considering that the bottom, the non-playoff teams in the East are awful, whereas in the West, the entire conference is, like, really good. Not yeah. all. Obviously. Yeah, but yeah, they're pretty Here's solid. a fun fact. Phoenix swept Milwaukee. Oh, the this worst season, team in the, yeah. They're the worst team in the West. I guess that says something. So, yeah. <laughs> Just throw out my opinion real quick here. Um, I also, like Logan, don't like the way that Harden plays at all. I can't really stand to watch him. But I think it would be more interesting to see a comparison of like Giannis's stats versus other players in his position. Because there's a lot of like shooting guards that have crazy point numbers yeah. and that kind of thing. So like I'd like Embiid or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just see you know if he's really miles ahead of the other competition because I think for a big man I, he plays power forward, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He yeah, might he switch centers sometimes, but <clears throat> the fact that he can put up that many points, that many rebounds, assists consistently is yeah. pretty impressive. And to combine with their good record, I don't know. I think if one. if not this year, I feel like he's still young. He's oh, I feel yeah, like he's, he's like, just he's like hitting twenty three. Yeah, like he's just hitting his prime. And if not this year, if they give it to Harden, then like I feel like he'll take over the NBA in the next couple of years. Yeah, in in like combo with that, they're also facing Boston, who has like a lot of talent, and then Toronto, who has like a pretty good amount of talent. So it's mm-hmm. you know you look at on paper to me, they don't they're not the most talented team in the East, but they have been. So you got to look at why is that, and it's probably just the fact that Giannis is like the best player in the East, other than like maybe Kawhi, not Kyrie. So <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. So do you guys want to talk about March Madness a little bit? Yeah, go ahead. Um, so this year, I guess uh, March Madness popped off, and uh, like every year, there's always a couple of surprises. I didn't personally make a bracket, but I followed it. None of us did. We None usually make a roomie bracket mm-hmm. and like friends bracket, but 
uh, we suck. So yeah. we didn't make one. So I guess um, the Final Four. Let's just start it's there. Happening. It's, it's happening, happening right, right now. now. Right now, actually. I and Auburn just uh, lost. Auburn just lost. Controversial, controversial call. call. This will date the podcast, which is 4-6. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like if I had made a bracket, I wouldn't have predicted any of the Final <laughs> Four. Right? Yeah. I probably would have had Duke. at least, yeah, at least three one seeds. That's I'm how. Well, that. that's like that's, that's the like, safest bet the is safest just bet. four one seeds because like that's not how it ever shakes out. But like safest, yeah, ones and twos. Like if you yeah, go beyond ones and twos, if you put like a six seed in there, it's a good fucking luck. You're not gonna get. A yeah, exactly. I think um, any seed above the six seed actually has never won the tournament. Above. Yeah. So like anything. Seven. Yeah, seven through sixteen never won the tournament. Cool. So, and going with that, Virginia, who just made the Final Four, I mean, not the Final Four, the championship, the championship game, um, I wouldn't have had them because they got beaten the first round last year, and I just don't trust them. And I watched a little bit of one of their games earlier, and I personally thought they were the weakest one seed out of all the one seeds, yeah. so for them to be the one that made it that far, that kind of yeah. was they a had the easiest road, if I, I had to guess. Yeah. And yeah. The, I guess one of the favorites for the tournament, Duke, knocked up by uh, Michigan State, so... We'll yeah, see how they do later tonight. <laughs> now, as soon as they got knocked out, ESPN pulled a switch, and they went from Duke to win the national championship to Zion number one. And so mm-hmm. that's all we hear about is LeBron and Zion on ESPN. Yeah. To the end of time. It draws a lot of comparisons to We're LeBron. about to wrap up our like sports stuff, but I just real quick want to talk about So Demarcus Lawrence of the Dallas Cowboys. My dad is a big Cowboys fan. Um, just signed a, like, a one-year five-year, $100 million-ish contract, which is, you know, it's good for both teams. He gets a lot of money, a lot of money guaranteed. It's like $75 million, something like that. You know, Cowboys get, like, not this absurd contract. But the problem is for the Seahawks, because I just always have to plug them so that everyone knows that I'm a Seahawks fan, is that Frank Clark, although, in my opinion, is not as good as DeMarcus Lawrence and in most people's opinions. He's really good, but DeMarcus Lawrence is very good. It sets the market, so it doesn't really matter if he's not as good. He's now going to want more. That's just how... <laughs> you can crack the beer. It doesn't really matter. That's just how it works. So he, you know, um, DeMarcus Lawrence making 20 mil a year. Now Frank Clark's going to want 22, whereas I think he's worth 18. So in my honest Seahawks opinion, he's probably going to be shopped uh, before the draft, or at least I'd like him to be, mm-hmm. like at least. You know, test the market, you know, see what the Seahawks can get Yeah, yeah, yeah. Low return on the investment. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I that, yeah, I don't have a smooth transition for that one. I was yeah. trying to piece <laughs> something together, but I didn't. I couldn't line Frank it up Park's real quick. What do we want to start with first here? We want to talk. We about want to it. talk about the saddest thing on this list. All right. Kyle? Well, let's yeah, let's kill the vibe immediately. I wasn't sure how we're gonna weave this in, but I don't know how many days ago it was now. But Nipsey Hussle, West Coast California, Southern California rapper passed away and I don't know all the details about it now but I believe it was at the time a drive-by shooting mm-hmm. he was outside his store marathon clothing in South Central LA and they have the name of the suspect and everything they, now. yeah they have him in custody they have him in mm-hmm. custody but it's just a really sad thing to see I wasn't the big biggest fan of his music I know he stayed within like the Rockefeller Records camp which is Jay-Z and like that right. whole crew so uh, a lot of influential businessmen, and I know he was promoting technological innovation in impoverished areas, and like it's just really sad to see 
senseless murder for something that happened like 10 years ago so yeah i feel like with this like you know i see a lot of things where like when these rappers die and people are like oh they're sort of rappers they're doing like you know things that they probably shouldn't and they end up dead Mm -hmm. this is not one of those cases right you know this is a case of a guy who actually like genuinely does good for his community and doesn't do like necessarily like these things that are stereotypical and so, yeah. His, his really most popular us. songs are about hard work and dedication and just like how to be a successful human being. So to have his life taken away senselessly is just tough to stomach. But mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, pretty rough. So rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Thank you, Russell Westbrook, for that, that yeah, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20 ish. Just uh, hitting back on sports. Yeah. Go back into our second sports segment here for the next twenty minutes. <laughs> it just, it's a sports only podcast. So how um, do we want to transition out of that? Oh boy, Thomas, sad. do you want to talk about this next one, or do you want to just like not skip that really awkward topic at all? I'll, I'll do this one. I'll let yeah, you. you yeah. So one thing I kind of wanted to talk about was I saw an article on Reddit. Komodo Island, uh, famously known for the Komodo dragon, is closing to public visitation. That sounds like it's a divorce case, but it's it's just a tourist destination until 2020 because people kept stealing the Komodo dragons. And that is so funny to me because it's like people go there and they're just like, fuck the earth, fuck everyone. I'm stealing this man-eating pet. Like if you want a big lizard, I've read there's like other big lizards you can buy, but why the fuck would you want a Komodo dragon other than Belk? Dope. Like, why wouldn't you? I, I, I don't know. They, they, they probably got their dog eaten or something. Like yeah. This. It's just like a classic case of dumb people being dumb. And I love it. Yeah, I'm just saying that's a human garbage move. Yeah. That is a good. I. Ooh, <laughs> you transit. Are you transitioning to human no, garbage? I was just saying that's a human uh, garbage. Never move. mind. Never mind. <laughs> I but thought yeah. you were going to, too. I was like... No, I'm just saying... That yeah, was a solid transition. Yeah, no. But yeah, I, I'll probably post that link in the comments. I think it's just really disappointing that, that they have to close the borders to this island just because people keep fucking stealing these animals. Like, just like, chill, bro. Let them live their life. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like being a decent person thing. It's like one of those things where it's like they're animals, too. Yeah, don't, don't steal anything. <laughs> it's Speaking, that easy, yeah. yeah. It's all about respect. You know, ahead, yeah, let's do it now. You know who are right. not decent human beings? The following people. Wait. So. Uh, oh, I thought you highlighted. Yeah, I highlighted this one. So this next segment. <laughs> um, I call it the lactose intolerance diaries because um, our guy Kyle, he's lactose intolerant, and I'm, as they say, un poco <laughs> lactose intolerant. That means a little. I, I believe think. that's Mandarin. Can we get Can we get a fact check? Can we get Let's get the intern to fact check that. But yeah. uh, I'm I'm a little bit lactose intolerant. It's only if I like you know indulge. You know I have only like, if you eat ten pounds of ice cream. Do I you eat ten pounds. It's kind of yeah. You know it's kind of the same. Yeah. Lactose intolerance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, if I have like a lot of cheese and I have like a like gassy. a pint a pint of chocolate milk, like it's it's a beatbox <laughs> session in the bathroom. If yeah. Let's it's just like leave it there. Washing tomatoes. Yeah. So, feet. so that that kind of begs the question: What foods are worth destroying the toilet? Okay. There's only one. Let's start one. with Kyle here. Let's start with Kyle. There's here. only one that's truly worth the agony and the misery, and that's ice cream. It's just so tasty. 
nothing can really replace it. Like, there are substitutes, but I don't know. Lactose-free ice cream is getting pretty good. I've tried the mm -hmm. Ben & Jerry's lactose-free, and, you know, taste-wise, it's almost 100% there, but texture-wise, I find it to be a little bit gritty, not as smooth, so that's my personal opinion. Cheese and that kind of thing, I can, for the most part, live without or use, like, the direct substitutes, so. Speaking of gritty, and I'll, I'll mute this because this is horribly inappropriate. All right, so I'll just go in with uh, my worth it's um, chocolate milk, ice cream, cheese. That's my my that's my trifecta. Um, I was just making a little work for myself by throwing that little factoid in there. Um, so how about you, Logan? Let's say I I know you're not lactose intolerant per se, but let's just say if you were, what would be so like if I had out? Ooh, ooh, I really like put you on the spot right here. Yeah, you really put me on the spot here because I'm not lactose intolerant. I like ice cream, but I feel like I could I could do without it. I haven't eaten ice cream in a while mm -hmm. since I went to Salt and Straw. Ooh, yeah, that was like two weeks ago, so yeah. that's not a very good example. But before that, like it was like ugh, almost a month. So it was like so long. <laughs> ice cream, live, live with or without it. Yeah, cheese is good. I don't think I would. I don't think I would just be like, oh, I'm lactose intolerant. Let me fucking depends on how lactose. Yeah, like it, like, like yeah, like you, you, you can be the one person who like. Eats one piece of cheese and you're like, become like blowing up the toilet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so yeah, that's <laughs> that's our that's our that's our toilet talk. So. You know, a little, a little blowing up the bathroom. One thing that I wanted to talk about. This is we're kind of alternating back and forth here between the serious really topics <laughs> and the less serious topics. The next one I want to talk about was Article Thirteen. Have you guys read anything about this thing in Europe? I've heard about it, but I haven't done a lot of like. Why don't you do a little bit of give, oh, us, give us a little brief? Absolutely. Give us a little brief. So this actually happened a couple weeks ago, so it's not entirely topical. But basically, the the EU Parliament just passed this this kind of law, and part of it is this Article Thirteen, where it puts all of the liability for copywritten content on the hosting. So like on YouTube. If you posted uh, like a movie, YouTube is liable to be sued. Whereas in the U.S., if you posted that same movie to YouTube, they would just be like, hey, that's our movie. And YouTube would be like, all right, we'll take it down. And then that's the end of the story. But in the e EU, we'll see, um, you know, how this will shake out. You know, you know, like PewDiePie, who I, I don't know if he's still the biggest YouTuber. T-Series passed him, but I think PewDiePie had I think PewDiePie, yeah. It, it's, I, PewDiePie, right. Let's just say it's PewDiePie because he's Swedish and it works. Uh, for the story. Uh, so, like, he does this thing where he, like, posts memes and shit, which most memes, if you're familiar, be, are based off of copywritten, like, shows and movies and stuff like that. And so, in this Article 13 world, uh, any site like Facebook or YouTube could theoretically be liable for a lawsuit if they even allow the upload. So, YouTube either can... You can't, you can't upload in Europe, or... You have to spend such amounts of money to create a filter so that way the copywritten content... Some sort if, of review. 
Now, one thing that I thought was interesting is a lot of these lawmakers are like, oh, we wanted to add this so that these big companies like YouTube are broken up because they have to spend these monies on the filter, these monies uh, on the filters. But what's interesting is the small companies that are competing with YouTube, they can't fucking afford this content, this copyright and filter, so they fucking go out of business. But YouTube can. So it's having almost, it will almost have the opposite effect of breaking up these large content distributors, and so these small ones can't compete. Thoughts? <laughs> you spewed a lot of this, but... Um... <laughs> I, th- I think there's some sweet irony, and I just saw a little... I saw memes about the actual uh, passing of, of this law, and it appeared that some of the individuals who were responsible for signing it didn't fully understand how the internet works yeah. to begin with. Yeah. So I think that there's some irony in putting those people yes. in charge of the committee or whatever that makes those decisions. So that's yeah, something we should I saw about. something that said this, this, this I, German, I don't know. And I probably won't be able to fact check it because it was like so long ago, but this like European politician said, he typed his name into Google, and it one of the autocorrect, you know, like the six autocorrect results was his name and then the word memes. And so he his argument is that if Google can find, can autocorrect to memes, they can tell what's a meme, and they can remove it from the internet. Clearly doesn't know anything about anything, yeah. but he's the lawmaker, so he can yeah. do this that. This kind of reminds me, oh sorry, I just want to throw this in there real quick. reminds me of the whole Mark Zuckerberg situation with Facebook, <laughs> how there was a bunch of, I don't even know who they were, senators asking him, like, oh, so is this the thing that the Facebook does? And he was just so visually, obviously confused that these people were even asking him these ridiculous questions, so... This, this just reminds me of that, but it's across the pond. So. Yeah, I think it's a generational thing, and I think it's just them not being able to keep up with, you know, the concept of... Well, yeah, the, yeah. the, the people who are voting on these laws are, they don't, I, I don't want to say, I don't want to be like ageist and be like, these old fuckers voting on the laws. Yeah, I mean, like, they're, they're obviously very intelligent, but... They just didn't grow up with the internet yeah, yeah, and these yeah. technologies, yet they're the ones voting on it, so... Uh, moral of the story, vote. And you know it gets my vote for Trader Joe's food item of the week. Ooh! Mm-hmm. The chicken tiki samosas. Now, Tika. Tika. Damn it, I messed it up. I was. <laughs> he was rehearsing. I know, was rehearsing I was so focused on like how I was going to say it. Anyways, they're these little pastry-wrapped... Do you have have an example here? No, because Vincent... Vincent, shout out Vincent. I said his name like three times there. Was the first one to purchase them, and they were absolutely delicious. Gas, fire, that nani... (laughs) Yes. Woody together. I agree. Um, Yeah, so I'm definitely going to be purchasing multiple boxes. My only complaint is their serving size wasn't, wasn't that big. Well, that's like every company. They're like... The serving size is only 200 calories. Did we mention there's 18 servings for only like 70? Like they, they try and to keep their calories per servings low, they make the servings. There's like a shit ton of servings in each container. And so it's like, I don't think I can get one serving out of this. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, I, I got my prop. Um, my item of the week, cowboy bark. 
The that Trader Joe's Cowboy Bar. It's a little easier to pronounce. Though. Yeah. A little bit, <laughs> One of our viewers to... sent this in. One of our viewers yeah. sent this. Uh, shout out Sammy for sending us the uh, Cowboy Bar. Users, let's, let's, are we having some right now? Yeah, we're having some right now. Let's, oh, let's do it. I mean, you guys haven't had any, so uh, we'll taste let's, test. Let's, sh- let's show the... Show the... No, actually, I'll pull one out and do it. <laughs> do a little... You guys... You pull out that, and then I'll, I'll give us a little... Yeah, so it can focus... <laughs> Um, Take the first bite. I'll just I'll just explain the item. So dark chocolate with toffee, pretzels, JoJo cookies, <laughs> peanuts, almonds, Here's and a, a sprinkling of salt. Here's a better uh, oh, focus. Oh, focus. Oh, hold on. Look at where the physical camera is. There. That's enough of that. Yeah, but um, I've had these before, and I, I think it's tell. fire. Yeah, it's really good. Open. The bag is open. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's really good. It has, you know, I really has, like this. I don't know how it's gonna mix well with my beer. Uh, so the thing with these is they have like a different. They have a bunch of different textures and flavor profiles, yeah, which I I mess shots. with. Oh, I messed up. It's alright. Yeah, but um, and there's like a salty bite element mm-hmm. to it, and you know it's it's great. Very tasty. Um, not too heavy, not too bad on the calories. No, but yeah, it's delicious. Again. You know, speaking of cowboys, actually, one of our favorite songs this week has a nice little western country flair. And that's going to be Old Town Road. That was God-tier transition. <laughs> so Old, Old Town Road by Lil Nas X. Shout out Lil Nas X if you're watching this podcast. I don't know song. I don't know how you found it. I don't yeah, know why so you're watching you it. Know, you have better but, things to do with your time. Yeah, but uh, you're great. I love your music. You're one song. Yeah, I've listened to. Yeah, we don't know if you have any other songs actually, but he's I checked. On Does yeah, he? He's featured on one other song. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, you know who's featured on a remix of this song is Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> I'm just on fire with it. Um, um so a controversy with the yes. song actually is something that we should talk about. Ooh. So this song is like he actually describes himself and apologize is if I misquote it. Uh, he described as country trap i believe that is what i heard too um but what happened earlier this week actually was they removed it from the country charts mm-hmm. thoughts i think the new over. remix is more country mm-hmm. i think just because you he, he's talking about horses and shit i here's i think the new remix is country i think the original is not that's just my opinion mm-hmm. i think the fact that he just basically used a nine inch nail sample and then like sang slash rapped over it with like about horses and tractors and shit maybe it's country i don't know i don't really listen to country so i don't know but i'd say it's not but the new one is because billy ray cyrus is a uh country he's a country legend he's a country legend oh yeah acre breaky heart and that's the only one i can name i think the precedence this that this sets is more of a bigger issue I'm not so familiar with other songs that have been directly removed from a chart like this, mm-hmm. and it doesn't necessarily help the situation with, from a race perspective right. as well as the actual music genre perspective. Because mm-hmm. if you look at hip-hop's influence within even the country landscape, there are very popular country songs now that have 808s in them, so it's pretty ridiculous to, to assume that you know, a country song can't sound like this. And I would tend to agree, though, that it is a hip-hop song with country elements rather than a country song with hip-hop yeah. elements. But yes. I think this... I think I'm with Kyle here where it's like, I, where's the boundaries? Um, a good point. 
I'm pretty sure I was talking to you about this earlier this week. Whereas uh, there's songs in like the hip hop top 10 and things like that where it's more pop. I don't think we should just list the specific songs. We'll just do the one good example. The top song right now, at least at the time we talked about this, was Sunflower on the hip hop Mm -hmm. charts. And that is... A perfect rendition. Yeah, well, there we go. Really cover a trick. <laughs> Article 13. Um, <laughs> it's very much a pop song. It's mm-hmm. not a hip-hop song. There might be like... It's like half a... I mean, I mean there's rapping on it, but where do you draw the line where it's like, this is pop, this is hip-hop? I mean, right. there can be a mesh in between, like country trap. It just shows hip-hop's influence <laughs> across multiple genres, mm-hmm. but... I guess overall, it's a good... It's a good... It's a fucking dope song it's a good meme song and i'm gonna be listening to it at least a few times this summer because it's nice and summery until we get sick of it until pretty we much, get and sick pretty much of what happens, it pretty much what happens with uh, any song we listen to all right you want to end on this last yeah. one here yeah Kyle? let's go right here yeah we can talk about cinco mode actually um <laughs> I'm that was really sick. bad i'm sorry this guy said cinco mode cinco de mayo i'm deceased like our sync the sink head, the the way you pull it out, and you know you have the sprayer, so you can wash your pans a little You've bit. You've got to pull you out. You have to pull out. The to way- any to any kids listening, pull out. I hope no kids are listening to this. Um, the sprayer, the hose ripped. So basically, anytime we would turn the sink on, even if we didn't pull the hose out, it was leaking water down below, and it was a huge pain in the butt. Our landlord came and fixed it. Thank you. Shout out to Gene. Shout out Gene. If quick, you're watching this. Quick, yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't know what the hell you're watching this. <laughs> Eric. Yeah, Eric. Shout out Eric yeah. too. Um, yeah, but we just wanted, we realized how big of an inconvenience it was, like having to pull it out and just do everything. It just made us realize how much we take things for granted. Yeah, it pretty much decommissioned the sink and it's like little things like washing your pots and pans rinsing rinsing out bowls filling and plates, the brita filling the when this brita. first happened i was like all right guys i hope you're ready to fill the brita in the fucking bathtub like yeah. that was like mm-hmm. how low i was willing to stoop mm-hmm. so just you know puts it in perspective all of the little things that we take for granted in our lives and you know there are starving children in africa where their sinks are broken all the time The shower thing actually reminds me of my grandpa in Vietnam. Shout out to, I actually don't know my grandpa's name. Now that I'm thinking about it. Oh. Big fuck up. My grandpa's um, name is Claude and Dick. Claude and Dick. Alright, you have to bleep that. Shout out mom and dad. Um, I don't know his name, actually. This I'm trying to really think of good. it. This is really going down. <laughs> this is really going down. Yeah, we're but like two minutes over. Speaking of uh, thing, taking things for granted, whenever I would visit in, he lives in Vietnam. So whenever I go back there, really, kid, yeah, that's oh. why I don't. That, that's why I don't know his name. That's so weird. So how you take a shower there, or how we would back then, like back in like two thousand ten, back or whatever. when you visited this, yeah, summer. back in the Viet Cong days, yeah. Oh, uh, with Agent Orange, yeah. Um. So how you did it is you had a big bucket, like a twenty gallon bucket. And you had like Whoa, a scooper. A yeah, you had a scooper that was like a half gallon. Like a ladle? Yeah, like a ladle. Like a ladle. Oh, yeah. Cool, and you would cool. scoop into the big ass bucket and you would take this cold ass water because they didn't have water heaters. Right. And they don't have ice either. They don't have ice either. If they don't have, in Africa as well. Uh, quick tip. If you have the ice in Vietnam, you will get diarrhea. 
Just so a quick about tip. the lactose intolerance thing. We yeah, if you it have, all yeah, wraps around. Yeah, all, yeah every we're tying yeah. all of our lactose intolerance together. is a flat circle. Um, mm. So you scoop the water and you just dump it on yourself. It's ice cold water. I mean, it's hot as fuck in Vietnam. So I mean, it's fine, but I mean, it's terrible. Thinking about, I mean, going from that to going back home and having like a nice warm shower, that reminded me of the like convenience piece. So quick, Just quick like tangent. Just like the ice in time. Vietnam and the lactose intolerance, this has been a shit show. Thank you for watching the Dojo Podcast episode three. We hope you'll join us next week. Catch us episode four where we don't talk about Africa anymore. Or diarrhea.